So, you know, before we get into the celebrity talk, I know that uh, our listeners out there are dying to hear it. I want to talk a little bit about uh, sports because we've got two of the top sports nuts in our office. I mean, there's a couple of other ones, but these two ladies right here, uh, you two, uh, love the Dodgers. I know that, both of you. I can't wait for opening day, and we'll talk about Mr. Dodgers' neighborhood (laughs) another time. So so what we have here is... uh, not even a week after the San Francisco and Rams game. And I'm just, first of all, I'm curious, are either one of you uh, pro football fans? I am. Um, I don't have a strong feeling toward any teams, though, really. I'm trying to get into Chargers or Rams just because they're here, and I have been to SoFi Stadium, which is gorgeous. I may be a fan of the, the stadium. The stadium. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm dying to go to the stadium. Yeah. Oh, it's amazing. I walked through, and I just... It was a feeling like you haven't had since you were maybe a kid going to Dodger Stadium mm-hmm. the first time. Um, so, I, yeah, I'm a fan of SoFi, and I like watching football, but I'm not strongly aligned with anyone okay. yet. If I remember right, you're not a huge college football fan, right? No, I think that was me rebelling against <laughs> <laughs> my parents or my dad in the USC-UCLA fandom that encompassed my okay. early childhood. And Steph, I, I... I love college football. You like college yeah, football. Well, Specifically, UCLA. Yeah, yeah. That's the only team I really follow. Shh. We got a lot of people out there that will be angry at us. <laughs> so, so, what about uh, pro? Pro NFL. I'm like, I'll watch it. I love any sporting event, but it's an alley team. Super Bowl's here. Of course, I'm excited. So, yeah. yeah if I'm gonna pick a team, it's the Rams. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know what's funny is, is I've been a college football fan for several years now. Uh, We've gone to the Rose Bowl. We've had tickets over there year after year after year, and I love college football. But one of my best friends, Steve Yee, who mm. you both know, he barely watches that, but he loves pro football. And his explanation is is that now you've got the very best, and this game moves forward, and the games are a lot closer because you've got really good sure. people on both sides. That started really meaning something to me during the playoffs this year, oh. where all the games were like in overtime yeah. and, and stuff. You yeah. know, and, and it, it could I've never seen – in the old days, football games last all the way to the last minute, and somebody could. It's like basketball, getting that that last mm-hmm. shot in the hoop and stuff. So it's become exciting for me. Did you Did you watch the San Francisco game? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Who were you rooting for? Definitely the Rams. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. I used to be a 49ers fan. In that, I guess they were kind of the only. There's California some pretty team. hardcore Niner fans in LA, mm-hmm. like hardcore. So I know a lot of people were torn between Rams and Niners, but. I don't know. You gotta go with, yeah, the you gotta go with the Rams. Yeah, go LA. <laughs> yeah, we're growing into our, you know, becoming fans of the Rams. Mm-hmm. You know, I you have to be careful who you're talking to because there are a lot of San Francisco yes. fans here. My friend Steve E, you know, he's like, I can't wait. <laughs> and I'm like, don't say anything to this guy. I want to be friends with him. Yeah, my best friend's a hardcore Niner fan. She'll fly up north to go to the games. So as soon as the Rams won, I FaceTimed her, and she declined my call, and she just texted me, I'm not okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, that that was a great game. I, I can't wait for the Super Bowl this weekend. So this, by the time this podcast gets aired, it's going to be after the Super Bowl. So it'll be interesting to see you know, who wins it. Mm-hmm. But uh, there was another thing that happened this year, and uh, Brady, Brady's retiring Yeah. Now. Did you, do you have feelings one way or the other about him? I admire his career. I mean, he was what, not like a... He was first, like a last round Yeah, he was like last something. round pick, and, you know, his career has been amazing. I don't, he probably has the most championships, I Definitely. Think, he has of, the most championships... Like in any of, sport? No, but of any team even. He has mm. more championships than any NFL team oh, has I didn't themselves. Know that. Wow. Because it's the, the 
uh, Patriots have the most, but then he got one more with Tampa Bay. Right, so right. he he should be his own team. Hey, but he knows best, right, when he's ready to retire. Well, that's what I wanted to bring up here is here's a guy that's 45 years old. He, he's added in, you know, he's been part of the group of men and women that are proving that old age is a little bit older than we thought, or at least, you know, in the old days, because people would never play football like that <laughs> yeah. at the age of 45, or at least that good. He's uh, he st- was coming out on the top of his game, which was mm-hmm. amazing to me. Mm-hmm. So you know that he would still have a couple years left. Yeah, I am surprised. My my boyfriend thinks he's gonna take a year off and then come, come back. back like Gronk, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he, I asked why, and he said, "Well, he doesn't know anything but football." Well, I mean, but if you look at Kobe, Kobe had a whole other career after basketball, right? Like he made movies and uh, wrote books and okay. st- well, started foundations. Okay, you ladies are like light years ahead of me, okay? <laughs> Kobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the great golfer, what's his name? The, Tiger. Tiger Woods. Ti- Tiger Woods. Uh, you know, the uh, Magic Johnson, uh, you know, the Babe Ruth or whatever. The, the great players out there that are so dedicated and committed that that's all they know. And you put Tom Brady near the top of that heap mm-hmm. of these great all-stars that we've ever, ever seen. He's been playing since he was probably like five years old. Yeah. That's all he knows how to do. Are, are you happy in retirement? I mean, do you think he's, he's really going to have any happiness in retirement after he's been pushing himself so hard all those mm-hmm. years, you know? I think that's why he stayed in it. I mean, you know, it was like, what is his comfort level? Well, and I think right. also he left, like you were saying, on top. Whereas, you know, Kobe, I think he could feel it. He wasn't playing his yeah, best. Yeah. Whereas I think Tom Brady, because he has this such a regimented life and diet. And, I mean, it sounds miserable I know. to so, me. So how do you go from that? If Michael Phelps, you know, that, that he's got to compete. And then mm-hmm. Michael Phelps retires and he's depressed. Yeah. And he's going to the doctor. You know, it's it's. I hope that he does well, you know, in his in his private life afterwards, you know, because he's given of himself so hard. And like you said, that regiment and discipline yeah. right there, right? His, his diet, his exercise. Workouts, yeah. I feel like he'll be a part of it somehow, maybe coaching or training or, well, I has, don't know. He has his own brand mentorship. that he, TB something, that he's been, it seems like trying to get off the ground. I don't know to what success. Maybe he'll throw himself more into that. But... I can't imagine leaving like he did. I mean, they went to, what, the second-to-last round yeah. of playoffs? Right. I mean, he's still great. Yeah. The only, the only thing I could think of, though, is, is you're 45 and you're getting hit by these monsters. <laughs> Every once in a while, you're, you're on your butt, man, yeah. you know, and it's like, oh, man, that hurts more than it yeah. did last oh, year and the year before. <laughs> <laughs> is this really worth it, you know? I mean, after I've made my $200 million, right. is it worth it anymore? That's the only thing I could think of is the pain of getting hit like that. I could see that. that yeah, makes sense. I know it has a lot to do with his family as well. Like, he felt like he was missing out on a lot of those moments with his children. And Which he probably his did. His wife. And well, they just bought, I saw, um, property on... I don't know Florida well enough, but it's like Billionaire's Bank, or no, Billionaire's Beach or something like that. Nice. Um, Ivanka Trump has a property there. He must be the, near uh, Fort Lauderdale or Miami. Yeah. yeah, it's like a private, kind of, not private island, but it's an island that you have to drive onto, and oh. it's very secluded. Um, so they bought a house, they've demolished it, so they have this huge piece of land okay. right on the Tom Brady's going to be out in He'll the middle of nowhere. Okay. He's <laughs> retiring in Florida. Yeah, yeah but think, think about this, though. He's out there. You know, he's used to the excitement, and, the, and he's in this quiet place where there's nothing to do except for maybe fish. You know, he won't be there that much. I think you're right. I mean, yeah. well, I, I 
sounds great to me, but I, that, you know that's probably the reason why I am not you know Tom Brady yeah. great at football because yeah. I can enjoy. So, some people um, love Tom Brady, mm-hmm. other people hate Tom Brady. Yeah, why do they hate him? Oh, well, so you did not get to me about how I feel about him, and I am not the biggest. All right, let's, okay, let's hear I about hear this. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I admire him for what he's done, but I just I don't I can't get behind just. The dominant force, I think, is the problem. And I have to be honest, I did not love how the Patriots operated. And I don't know if I'm conflating them together. And so some of the the reasons you don't like the Patriots has sort of transferred to, to Brady. And so I can't separate it. I'm not sure, but I'm not. Okay. Is it him or is it his wife? I think it's the wife. Because 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 my wife Maria can't stand the couple, and I'm like, okay, let's just separate Brady from his wife. I know nothing about either one of them and stuff, but I don't understand the hate. I mean, we're looking at the best football player you will ever lay your eyes on. He's like watching Babe Ruth, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't criticize the dedication, the commitment, the skills, the winning, the competitiveness. Is it because he's just too perfect? I think is that, is that what it is. They're too. They're both. Perfect. And they seem it's very, too much perfection. Well, it's very <laughs> sterilized to me, you know, where I can definitely admire his determination. He is obviously hugely talented and mentally so tough. But, you know, I want to see a little bit of the underdog, or which I guess he started off as. So maybe if I had watched his whole career, I would mm-hmm. have a different feeling. But I really have only known him as the dominant force. Yeah. Okay, well, those are the perfect people over there. <laughs> now let's talk about some of the not-so-perfect people, okay? <laughs> We're going to talk about some celebrities <laughs> that have had a couple of problems. So who's, who's turning off here? Um, we can start with uh, Kim and Kanye. We always come back okay. to this case. Okay. but A case that keeps on giving? Keeps on giving. So Kim filed for divorce, I think, a year ago. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been much going on. She's been pretty reserved, quiet, keeping her private life to herself. But then Kanye, now known as Ye. I know, which I didn't realize. People just started calling him that, and I thought people just liked him. I think he, like, formally changed his name to Y-E, Ye. Mm -hmm. So he's been going off the rails, posting things on social media, writing songs. So he recently uh, posted on Instagram Live accusing Kim of not letting him attend their daughter's birthday. She won't let me in. I'm locked out. Like, she won't let me see my children. So that was pretty dramatic. He... Well, stop, stop right there. I think about a year ago we were starting to talk about this case. Mm-hmm. And you and I were talking about how there was this PR, and maybe Brooke, you too. You were on the too on the, on the podcast. And it seemed like they were playing like, well, we're getting along. You know, he's got his house over there. So it's like a lot of divorces were – People come in and they go, yeah, this is going to be an amicable one. It's There's not going to be, be any very issues. It's amicable. Easy. It's easy. Yeah. We don't no, need lawyers. It's never like that. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. First, he was posting that he wants to reconcile. He loves her. Let's get back together. And she was very non-responsive. Well, it was a little interesting because they would still do events together and they would really have this nice family unit. It did mm. look very nice. Yeah. Um, and then, and then he would make these proclamations, and she would be in the audience, and it kind of seemed like, oh, you know, whatever, that's just Kanye. And it really does seem like it's taken a bit of a turn yeah. since she started dating yeah, someone so, publicly. Oh, oh, she started dating, too. Yeah. So she's dating, uh, I don't even want to say his names. I don't even know why he's famous, but his oh, name's uh, like <laughs> Pete Davidson. He's uh, an actor on SNL, Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live. So according to rumors, they're dating. She's been keeping it kind of private. But I think, I think you just don't look at celebrity gossip enough because they're I don't. Every, they I are don't. Everywhere. This is more her, <laughs> okay. her niche. Okay, so 
in this is the only time I'm ever going to feel sorry for celebrities, okay? <laughs> uh, because you know they've got the riches, they got the fame, you know they, they they never have to work again a day in their lives and all that stuff, right? But when you're going through a divorce, one of the hardest things is is when the other side is bringing somebody new, right, into the home or introducing to the kids. Yep. And what we tell our clients is, you know, be discreet. Yeah. You know, at least what I do is I'm like, look, if you want to date, that's great. It might be great for your mental health and you can move on with a new chapter of your life. Totally. But keep it like in secrets for a while. You don't need to be like bringing that person to the mm-hmm. custody exchanges. Yep. Yep. Uh, you certainly don't want to be flaunting that. Right. You know, bring, we see sometimes people bring their new lovers to court that that white knight in shining armor comes in you know celebrities really can't avoid that in some respects because you got the paparazzi you know click 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 you know and so now kanya or k or we're hey or whatever his name is (laughs) (laughs) you know know, he's reading the paper and he's thinking he's got a chance and stuff and he's seeing his wife walking down Mm -hmm. you know and and he's going you know Mm -hmm. So I'm feeling sorry for him right now. Yeah, I do. I do. I think heartbreak is relatable. I feel for him. I don't want, you know, anytime you see your ex with someone else, it's heartbreaking. I think he's not handling it well. (laughs) His coping mechanisms are not healthy. Uh, And I think we usually tell our clients as well, you know, don't post anything on social media. Don't talk badly about the other party or, like you said, don't flaunt your new partner so much. So I think it's all about learning how to cope. Healthily, right? But he's like, doing he's doing everything that we see people do in don't, our. Don't you know. don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Just, you just, He just has a lot more money to do it. Yeah, with. he can, and yeah. he probably can get away with it. Uh, I think recently he wrote a song where the lyrics were about beating up the new boyfriend. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so we're gonna avoid that topic. Uh, so so with respect to the um, his his posting on social media and stuff like that, is he actually um, you know, making snide comments about the new boyfriend? Is he doing things like that or is it just in the song? Well, the song was posted on social media. I don't think he, I don't think he's released the song. It's just a song he did and we've heard it and he said that he's going to, Okay, because I think that, you know, that raises a whole bunch of questions Mm -hmm. about what, you know, harassment, threats, domestic violence, you know, and that would go into custody. I mean, if he's being abusive like that, but then you've got the First Amendment right, right. you know, and stuff. So Right. It's, it's just an expression. It's a song versus... This divorce needs about 10 attorneys at this point, right? <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> okay. What else about it? Anything else about Kanye and, and whatever her name is? What's her name? Kanye uh, Kim, Kim. Kim Kardashian. Kim Kardashian. Yeah, okay. Uh, no, that's about it on that case. Oh gosh, man! <laughs> you can sleep tonight knowing, knowing what I'm you updated, to know. man. I, <laughs> you know yeah. the good stuff. <laughs> um, so I can go. This is. Um, I think this whole uh, podcast is actually going to be kind of check-ins on. Some yeah, of the it's kind of like a re, like a check-in. Yeah, yeah. cases new, we talked about a year. Can ago. we call it like the new year? Kind of like you know, where are we in twenty twenty? Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so I'm going to talk about Dr. Dre. Um, the news came out on December 28th, 29th, so I'm not sure when the settlement was actually finalized. Um, but they have finalized their divorce, him and uh, his wife. Um, I believe she filed maybe about a year ago as well. That sounds right yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they'd been married for 24 years, so a long-term marriage. Um, but there was a prenup, and there was a lot of issue that. Most of the issues centered around whether this prenup was valid or not with the, um, the wife. I should really say her name. I apologize to Nicole Young. 
um, for not knowing it off the bat. She's definitely listening right now. So, <laughs> so sorry, Nicole. <laughs> um, but Nicole was saying that when she signed the prenup in um, 1999, it was under duress, and so it should be, you know, found. It should be voided, and they should move along. Um, the well, did she ed- say what the duress is? She did not to me or to the outlets, but <laughs> she does. She did. This is sad, but when they did the filing um, originally, they were discussing, or she was did, making I'm allegations. Sorry, did you say it was a 1999 prenup? Yes. Okay, hold, we'll when talk about mar- that I'm later. I'm sorry, 1996. Okay, that's pre-bonds, mm. the pre in the pre-change uh, in the uh, prenuptial agreement act. And so, if we could stop here just yep. for a second here, you know, there was this case of Barry Bonds that was in, I think it was around 2003, mm-hmm. and in that case. His wife said that, you know, she didn't understand what she was signing. It was done in a way that, you know, it was dress or something to that effect. And, it, you know, if you read the, the facts of the case, it did seem like she had some merit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it wound up in front of the California Supreme Court. I remember somebody saying that there must have been some justices that loved Barry Bonds and the, and the San Francisco <laughs> Giants because they, they found that the premarital agreement was sound, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, there was a modification of the act after that, you know, and so there's some specific rules. But when we're looking still to this day, because it, it didn't have retroactive modification, that case right there is going to fall on like the 1993, you know, uh, law or the Barry Bonds law and stuff. And so, you know, when we look at premarital agreements, we're looking at stages because mm-hmm. there's, there's these uh, marriages still that happened in the 80s. And that law is different than after 1993, and then you get so so. There might be some merit here. Normally, what we would say is, "Yeah, right." Right. You know, you, you're going to tell me that you're marrying this guy, and you didn't have an attorney, and all this other stuff, and who knows, who right? Knows? Well, she also did make allegations when she first filed in. Oh, I'm sorry, she filed in 2020. Um, that he had held a gun to her head on two occasions and punched her in the head and face. Um, he's denied these allegations. So how would that apply to a, a premarital agreement, if at all? I'm not sure if they're related. I'm just, I'm not saying. It might be a, a civil lawsuit against him. Something like that. Yeah. Mm. But um, I don't think, the, I actually, I know that the court didn't rule on the validity of the um, prenup as they just came, they came to a settlement. Um, oh. oh, they did? Yes. Oh. So this wasn't ruled okay. on by the court. And so Technically, the information I'm about to give is based on sources, so it yeah. could be different. Yeah. Um, but it looks like she is going to walk away with $100 million um, paid <sighs> in increments of 50, um, one immediately and then one within a year. Um, and it is interesting to look at these reports because you can really tell that there's some finagling going on on both sides. So, for example, a source close to Dr. Dre said she would have walked away with a lot more if they had settled earlier. Oh, wow. And then a source close to her said she's getting one-fifth of his liquid assets. That's pretty good. You, you know, they're both trying to paint this settlement as they won. When I wonder why they would do that. Yeah, I think it's. An, I think we're forgetting how much ego is involved in That's divorces, true. especially when you're celebrities, and especially when it's There's, highly publicized. Okay, you just answered my question. Yeah. They're <laughs> behaving the way that people behave. They yeah. just have a lot of money, and they could get to the press. Yeah, exactly. Wow. Um. So I think it's good though for they have two children together. So I'm glad that this is settled for them. Um. She's gonna have to move out of their house, um. And he's keeping six. Uh, vehicles and seven of the couple's properties. Um, so it seems like everything has been figured out, and this might be our last check-in, hopefully. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> that case has been going on for a long time. A long Dr. time. What, like two or three years, I think? 2020, yeah. yeah. Oh, there is, there is one um, thing that I thought was funny. 
uh, one of the sources close to Dr. Dre said, um, they could have even been on the field for the Super Bowl halftime show as friendly exes. I just thought it was very interesting that they just had to pull in, put in the plug for Dr. Dre's halftime show. I like even. that photo. Can we show that photo? Are we able to show oh, a photo? I'll send yes. it. Yes. But um, this is what he posted when it became when he became legally single in April. So they bifurcated the case, um, and he posted the divorced AF <laughs> onto his Instagram. <laughs> I don't think we would tell our clients to do that. And, I think there's a good reason a, for that. Okay, I, I don't know. Is it off color AF? I don't. What, it's was, as uh, F curse word. Curse word. <laughs> okay, <laughs> dude, you're supposed to be a pillar of the community, right? man. You know? <laughs> right. <laughs> I think we had a whole podcast on how people celebrate, and we talked about like wedding, like wearing the dress and shooting stuff and lighting fireworks. We'll have to get and, another one because I, I, I see articles. I don't want to post them on the. Uh, Facebook or anything because it gets old after a while. They keep seeing mm-hmm. this stuff, but we ought to every once in a while check in to see what people check are doing in, in that regard. New, it'll be like the new gender reveal, the, <laughs> the divorce. Party. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Well, very good. I think that you found some entertaining stories. I was entertained and informed. I have one more check-in. One more, okay, okay. more check-in. Okay, go ahead. He might be your personal favorite, Mr. Robert De Niro, Bobby De Niro. You Ooh. talk about a tough one there. Tell, tell me. Tell me. <laughs> okay, so he filed for divorce 2018. And it's been that long now. It's been that long. It's a lot longer than well, I Let me tell you something, though. They were previously married. Right. Divorced. Remarried. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. And until they were separ- when they were divorced, it was for five years. They too. were separated for a long time. So he's one of our repeat offenders. <laughs> <laughs> um, so recently, it was the same issue. There was a prenup, and they were, you know, litigating whether it was valid or not. The prenup stated that everything Bobby earned during the marriage was his separate property. So the court of appeals, they confirmed that the the prenup was valid. He gets to keep. Everything, all his business interests, his income, investments, anything. So good for him. So that that was recent then. That there's been yeah, pretty up recent. Up on appeal, so he wins. He wins. Uh, but she didn't walk away with nothing. <laughs> She's uh, she gets to. They have. They're supposed to sell their twenty million dollar home, and she uses six million from that sale to buy a new house. And then he agreed to pay her one million in spousal support until she remarries or either one dies. Well, didn't she have a pretty good um, support order, uh, pendelite support Yeah, order? a temporary support order was pretty pretty good too, so, yeah. she, so she, she's okay. Yeah, she's okay. <laughs> you know, I didn't know any of the details about the divorce, but I see it all the time when I'm reading the paper or looking on, online, and uh, the one thing that I recall seeing him is, is if they're photographing him walking around by the courthouse disgruntled, really angry, and he's talking on the phone, and the reporters are following him around. <laughs> and, you know, it, it was like, holy cow, this guy's a very human being, man. You know, he's he's not the perfect dude that we always thought he was. Yeah. Well, I, I do think it's interesting, and I don't know if it's just New York, but it seems like the New York divorce cases are so much more public than – the California ones. I I don't know if I'm. No, it does seem that way, it does. doesn't it? Yeah. And a lot more is leaked. It seems also. I read some of these articles that the attorneys are a lot more talkative over there in New York, making comments. Press conferences. Yeah, I, there was one that stuck out that said it was something like, you know, she's just, you know, she has a desire for Stella McCartney, and it. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't imagine any of us saying that. Oh, I think publicly. that's. I think that's the narrow case. I, I think yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I I don't imagine Don, you know, getting on his podium and. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much. This was wonderful, and uh, we'll do this maybe every other month. And uh, keep up your research. This is great. (laughs) We'll stay on top of it. Good job. Thank Thank you. Thank you, Don.